This podcast contains explicit content. Let's begin the show by starting it. Hardly focused. This podcast is hardly focused. Can you repeat the part of the stuff where you said all about the things? Dissecting the news one tangent at a time. Settle back, fire up the color teenies, watch the pictures, and hear the sounds as they fly through the air. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Fucking bitch. Wanna know why these plants are dead? Carol fucking basket. Wanna know how that turd got there? Carol fucking basket. Wanna know how it turned gay? Carol fucking basket. Wanna know why I can't play a core right? Carol fucking basket. This here dog used to be a tiger. You wanna know how it changed? Carol fucking basket. Fucking bitch. Fucking bitch. Fucking bitch. Bitch. Somehow she's still relevant. Uh, several months after Tiger King came and went, Carol Baskin and Joe Exotic remain in the news. Welcome to Hardly Focused, uh, Jack and Mike Torara. It's just the two of us tonight. How you doing? I'm doing okay. How you doing? Oh, you know. Ah, uh, yeah, it's uh, not too shabby this week. Yeah, same. I took uh, yesterday off. Uh, today's the 17th of July. It's also our 465th episode of our podcast. I took the 16th off. Uh, today's the 17th. I took that off as well. Gave myself a four-day weekend. So that's nice. I uh, slept all through yesterday. Low-grade narcolepsy? I, you know what? I'm just going to do what everyone else is doing, and I'm going to blame it on Corona. Blame it on the COVID. Yeah. I, well, uh, you can if you want to. <laughs> you can leave your friends behind. If you don't COVID and I don't COVID, you're no friend of mine. Uh, I'm just going to answer your question, Mike. No, uh, I cannot hear your air conditioner in the background. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Perfect. I'm going to fucking leave that bitch on. Nice. Can you hear the one in uh, the studio? In my studio? No. Well, there you go. God damn. Well, I love these microphones that just cut our voices and nothing else. Yeah. Oh, well, there's that. And also, I just realized my air conditioner is not on, so I can't hear it either. You fucking moron. <laughs> Can you hear it? No. It's not on. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, off to a riveting start here. Uh, you can get us at hardlyfocused.com. You can find us on your favorite podcast app. You can just search for Hardly Focused. Uh, and I play Carol Baskin because I do have some audio of her that went viral this week that I'd like to share with you. But first, Grant Imahara. Yes. Oh, bad news bears, huh? That was a shock, man. And that was a shock to everybody. That, that one uh, just well, came... Because it wasn't like a health-related thing. It wasn't like he had cancer. It wasn't like he was old. It was just, bam. I think I, I read, I'm unconfirmed, it was a brain aneurysm. That's right. And that's literally, hey, I'm fine. And you're dead. Yeah, I learned more about brain aneurysms this week than I'd 
ever cared to know. But yeah, the, I guess brain aneurysms just are, are unpredictable. And I'd say do a sound drop of that, but no, it's Grand Mahara. We got to respect that guy. <laughs> right, right. Uh, Grand Mahara from Mythbusters and White Rabbit Project. And and he was a uh, designer on uh, in ILM, so Industrial Light and Magic. You ever see a Star Wars prequel? Whether you like them or not, the visuals were there, and Grant helped with that. Yep, he did R two D two. Yep, he uh, helped on the droid control ship as well. I know that. So some big set pieces. One of my favorite creations from the Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson, he created Craig's robot sidekick, Jeff Peterson. Oh. He didn't do the voice. He just created the the uh, animatronic there, but uh, probably one of his finest creations outside of what he was doing with Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, what he's going to be known for, I mean, right there, that and Busted Myths. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, if I remember correctly... Uh, it, it had something to do with Twitter. Like CBS told uh, Craig Ferguson, hey, you need to have a sidekick. And Craig Ferguson didn't want to do what all the other late night shows were doing. So the compromise was if like a, a tweet that either Grant, either he did the Grant Imahara or Grant did himself got a certain number of retweets, then Grant would make a robot sidekick for him and uh, very quickly they surpassed the retweet goal so i'll say 100,000 retweets 1.5 million retweets later <laughs> and it was great hey when the internet wants something the internet wants something yeah have you watched white rabbit project i have not um of course now maybe i should i'm a terrible fan and didn't know what this show was until the news about grant broke and it's on netflix it came out in 2016 it's just one season but if you're like me and you with all due respect to adam and jamie found grant carrie and tori to be the more entertaining parts of mythbusters and were upset when the three of them left before the show ended then uh, you'll probably like white rabbit project because it's just the three of them and it's them doing uh, you know, the usual stuff that they would do on Mythbusters. The first episode is them uh, trying to replicate and make real superhero powers. Ooh. It's very good. I uh, highly recommend it. And uh, again, it's just one season. Right. One season it is. It's just one season. I mean, I'd watched for... Uh... Carrie Byron alone, but hey. Oh my word. I had and still have a crush on Carrie Byron. Uh, mama. <laughs> yeah, she is uh oh man, she is aging like a fine wine. Uh a lot of a lot of redheads will do that. Yep. 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 And she's always just got a smile on her face, too. That's what I like. She's just she's just always Super. I mean, granted, she's gotta be getting paid handsomely to be doing what she's doing. But she's always got a smile on her face, and she always just looks so happy to just be doing what she's doing. Probably because she realizes that, hey, I could be doing some really shit stuff, so you know what? I'm going to enjoy it. Yep. So here's uh, something that I found that this, the Discovery Channel posted a couple days ago, and I'm just going to play the whole thing here. They posted a really nice tribute to Grant Imahara. Uh, showing uh, right from the, the start of Mythbusters right up to the end. Uh, so here you go. R2, blow the clip. 
We gotta build a robot in 20 hours, okay? The robot's got to shoot projectiles and uh, breathe flame. I'm Granty Mahara. I've been in the visual effects industry for about nine years now. My specialty is electronics, anything that lights up or moves. Grant Imahara is somebody that I've worked with for years, and I usually consult with him on anything that's a little over my head regarding electronics. Uh, he is able to almost instantaneously grasp a concept or technique and apply it to what he's doing right away and be able to get results with that. Everybody is watching you all the time. Their camera's all over. I remember what you said. Uh, there is no dignity in television. Once you, once you accept that, it gets a lot more fun. What we're about to do, we're gonna do for fun. This is my personal Han Solo costume. And I can see the car and control it great from the chopper. We've made a career out of making what seems impossible possible. That bullet is gonna do whatever it wants to. I think that it brought about a renaissance of making science fun, something that, that people could relate to and say, oh, science isn't boring. It's explosions and car crashes. It's really a fun world to open up to. Totally confirmed. Just blowing things up here, people. Yeah. <laughs> In three, two, one. There were a lot of sound effects and a lot of explosions happening at the end of that. I know that doesn't really play too well on the radio, um, but there was also a lot of carry there too. So uh, I got a little distracted. I'm sorry. I'll allow it. <laughs> so uh, there you go. Grant Imahara, 49 years old. Man, not even not even that old. Nope. Not even that old. Uh, brain, brain aneurysm. That is some scary shit. I'll tell you what. Went, uh, and, and that's the thing that sucks you're like it's a brain like you literally like it can happen to anybody and it happens like that and you're like it is what it is yeah i wouldn't uh wish that upon anyone with the exception of joe exotic uh, uh yeah, there's a couple other people i might want to but <laughs> then there's uh if i say that out loud i believe certain um officials they <laughs> knock on my door questioning that so i'm gonna remain quiet on that one black suvs just pull up immediately oh, yeah. How did you even hear this? Now the now the question is, um, and Grant Grant was a bit of a of a geek. Um, did did he did he happen to uh, swing for the fences and uh, and hit a home run with his wife there? Did he punch up a little bit? If you know what I mean. Uh, I'm uh, completely lost on this one. Did he have a hot uh, wife? Did, take a look at his wife. Okay. Is is 
it, did, did he did he happen to uh you know uh level up if you will <laughs> having to level up uh oh hello <laughs> all right well good for him die a happy right? man jesus yeah i was gonna say like i was like oh he's probably got you know regular looking i go like, oh, no okay all right oh they weren't i don't even think they were married yet I think they were going to get married. He, yeah. Yeah, he became engaged in uh, 20, uh, 2016, end of 2016. Uh, they had not yet married. Jennifer Newman is her name. But, uh, oh, yeah. I mean, she's no Carrie Byron, but, uh, I mean, she's... No, it is. No, it is. She, she's not hard on the eyes at the same time. Granted, Mahara, man, uh, him and I almost share a birthday. His is two days away from mine. Did not know that until just now. Now you know, and knowing's half the battle. Uh, I mentioned Joe Exotic because I will I will segue into uh, less. <laughs> well, I I don't know if it's right to say less depressing because it's still pretty sad, but it's sad for different reasons. Um, Carol Baskin, like I said at the beginning of this segment, for is a bitch. <laughs> for some reason, still making the news, still showing up in the news. Um. I, I think I read something. Oh, she's just looking out for all these cats and kittens, right? I think I read something recently that the remains of a body were found at Joe Exotic's old farm. Allegedly. So I, uh, I, I don't know if we can connect Carol Baskin to that one, but uh, so Carol Baskin looking to make some extra money and she's on that service called cameo yep i just found out about that service today <laughs> uh not not the cameo that graced us with this gem oh god that's fucking great but uh cameo a service that you can pay celebrities to do personalized greetings for you and it seems like this uh, the the service predates COVID, but has to be taking off now because celebrities can just do this shit on their phones and from their home and they're like, hey, I'm making five hundred bucks. Boom, done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that and I gotta say, some of their rates extremely reasonable. Now, is it per celebrity? Um. Oh yeah, like it's it's all personal per celebrity. Yeah. Do, do the rates like do, do, does the celebrity determine the rate I, I i believe so and also there might be a tiered system i don't know i didn't go too far into it um i do know that mama june charged 45 bucks for a uh a, a cameo so oh jesus uh, and, and then Lindsay lohan charged 300 so you take it for what it is oh <laughs> i mean who needs the money more uh I mean, 45 bucks is 45 bucks. That's a couple of 20 piece buckets from KFC. So wait, how, uh, how much hundred gets you? I don't know how much cocaine. So uh, probably a uh, little mama June is right there. Not, not the 300, but what, what was the previous price point? Uh, 45 bucks from mama June. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Tell you who will be happy to hear that one. Charlie from the Sandbox. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to send that one to him. He'll be happy that I was uh, quick on the button. 
Um, so Carol Baskin uh, recorded something on Cameo for someone, and it was a birthday greeting, and uh, decided to take a song that wasn't very good to begin with and disgrace it even further. Here we go. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's Carol Baskin and Howard Baskin at Big Cat Rescue, and we are here with the Crip Mates to wish Charlotte a happy birthday. Go, Go Charlotte. Charlotte, it's, it's your birthday. birthday. We're, We're gonna, gonna party like it's your birthday. We're gonna sit Bacardi like it's your birthday. And you know we don't give a fudge that it's your birthday. White people. Exactly. Oh man, that was terrible. I like how they were like, uh, fudge, right? Yeah, that's fudge. what we're gonna use. Okay. Oh my, just it is just so modest, just so homely. Ugh. Uh, what did I see? Something like two hundred and ninety nine dollars that you can uh pay for Carol Baskin to really do a cameo for you. Hmm. I mean, she's uh. You know, a, a superstar at this point, and she she wants to ride that wave as long as she can. Um, you know, uh, the advantage that Tiger King had was the plague. Uh, the the show came out right when all the lockdowns started, so people were stuck indoors uh, with nothing to watch. And you know, thankfully, we have great technology now and we have netflix and tiger king comes out and it soars it just becomes the biggest thing uh for you know about two weeks <laughs> but uh they're 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 continuing to ride that wave uh you you hear you still hear about joe exotic even though he's in prison and then now you hear about carol baskin and her husband and then her her uh you know dead ex-husband and they're still being talked about four months later. It is something that will just never die. It is the, the it is the brain aneurysm you wish would happen. Ah, uh, yeah. Too soon. Uh, yes and Only no. Grant. Only because it's Grant. Yes and no. I mean, look, dude, that doesn't mean that I'm still like really <laughs> broken up about. Uh, hearing the news about Grant, I mean, that just sucks, but uh, what are you going to do? So there you go. That's uh, Carol Baskin and her husband and their absolutely horrific. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't give a fudge about it. Go, Charlotte. It's, it's your birthday. birthday. We're, We're going to party like it's your birthday. I'll tell you, this is, you know, we've been saying... We've been quoting this to each other for about the last 10 years on, on each other's birthdays. It's my birthday today. And we now have a, a new one. <laughs> we have a new one that we can do, and it's it's the, the, the horrific Carol Baskin 50 Cent. 50 Cent, I guess, also likes uh, what, what, he, what he heard, what he saw. You know why? Because all it does is give him publicity, so he's like, sure, I'll take it. Yeah. 50 Cent, also someone who, uh, for some reason, continues to be relevant. Because that song came out, God, like, almost 20 years ago now at this point. 
put it this way. I was in the seventh grade when that song came out. Wow. I just wanted to show my age. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> the significant difference in, in age between the two out. of us. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, Mike, a uh, segment we haven't done in a while called How Fucking Dumb Are You? Oh my God. Yes. I love it. Coming up in the next segment, we will have that for you. Stay tuned. This podcast contains explicit content. Hardly Focused presents. Do you finger your own asshole just to smell your own shit? Like, I don't get it. How fucking dumb are you? Hey, we're Hardly Focused. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Hardly Focused Podcast. We're also on Twitter. You can find us at Focused Hardly. Uh, Mike having a little too much fun looking up celebrity prices on Cameo. Oh my god, it is a rabbit hole. It is a complete rabbit hole. Oh, the different Cameo. A different Cameo. Um, How Fucking Dumb Are You? A segment that we have not done on this podcast since we re we, I think we've only actually done it once on this podcast since we rebranded to hardly focused um actually as I found out we don't have many segments on the show any of these canned segments I think this is the only one that actually has an intro right now so really what about yeah I mean we got to get back on the horse of um songs songs to listen to right yeah uh rebrand the naming a little bit yeah fro came up with a good one um uh hardly uh, hardly listening i think it hardly had hardly in it it fit with the name of the uh you know the theme of the uh show here so um that that could be segment number two we'll introduce a new segment once every three years (laughs) sounds like a plan to me um kanye west speaking of plans kanye west uh who continues to be relevant and for for reasons beyond me much like carol baskin is or is not, he may or may not be running for president. He could, he could not, we don't know. What's a little concerning about this is... Uh, that it's Kanye? Well, it's Kanye. Uh, he, he was also, he's doing this because he's denounced Donald Trump after being a very ardent Trump supporter. Like going so yeah, okay. far. Well, remember he met he met Trump in the Oval Office, and he was wearing a MAGA hat, and he was just praising Trump. This is like a year ago too; it wasn't that long ago. And then now it's he, he's about faced on that, uh, and now he wants to run for president, and uh, you know be be one of one of the many who wishes to undo the messes done since 2016. Yeah, uh, he's just gonna he's just gonna fuck it up more because let's be real, it, it's Kanye. I mean, who if you had to literally pick between the two, and you can't pull a Simpsons here and say you vote for a third party candidate? No, you you have to pick. You're throwing your vote away. <laughs> you have to pick between the two. Who would you go with, Kanye West yep. or Danny Tramp? Uh, f- fucking Kanye West in a heartbeat. <laughs> Someone with even less leadership experience. Absolutely. At least he's not that m- malignant. I'll put it that way. All right. 
at least Kanye is not that malignant. He is a narcissist, um, and he is probably a fucking moron, but I don't think he's as malignant um, as as uh, the orange orangutan in chief. So you'd pick uh, bipolar over dementia? Uh, clearly. I'll take bipolar any day of the week. Well, I think people, uh, just from my vast experience watching television shows produced by the great John Wells, where bipolar individuals are prominently featured, uh, it seems like those who suffer from severe bipolar disorder who actually have those manic episodes where they start just going bananas and start running at a million miles a minute they get stuff done they might actually have you know something that could be considered a rational thought and it's probably not like he's not going to go golfing every other day right he's not going to spend all this time at mar-a-lago or uh try to try to construct a a shoddy wall which is I heard on on the news radio the other day. It sounds like the wall's falling apart. Uh, yes, it's falling apart, and the impenetrable wall was scaled in less than thirty seconds by two guys, like a month after it was put up. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah, they're like, really? Let's see what happens. And they just literally threw like a grappling hook, and then they just basically ran up it almost. And then another guy was like, "I can do it without the hook," and he shimmied up it, and then shimmied back down the other side. And he's like, "Yeah, it's just fucking easy." Amazing. Not, I mean, I mean, not to go on a tangent, but the fact that was it sixty percent of illegal aliens come in not through that border; they come in from flying and they just overstay their visas. But that's just me. Yeah, I mean, th- th- that's a rational way of looking at it. <laughs> and God knows, if you're wearing a red hat, you're not thinking rationally. Even if you did wear it before, Kanye. Well, if you're wearing a red hat, you're probably also not wearing a face mask too. So probably not. But I mean, if he's wearing a you know red hat, maybe he is a gay fish. <laughs> fish sticks you like fish he sticks, love fish sticks. <laughs> yo uh we talked that about that would be hilarious if he did if somebody actually put out a political ad against kanye and is like don't vote for kanye he loves fish sticks <laughs> we talked about this in the last episode um about uh youtube tv and how i'm paying for that and we'll be paying even more starting uh Next month, like 80 bucks now. It's something fucking stupid, but uh, they added uh, why did you get cable? Well, they add well, so I completely forgot a cool thing you can do, at least with YouTube TV, is you can go and you can you can set your channels, you can you can create like a custom channel lineup, which is really nice. And it's not it's not based on like payment or everything, it's literally of all the channels you have, you can then create your own like profile with only the channels that you want to see. And I clearly forgot at some point that I was using my custom list because I I looked recently and discovered there were about 20 or 30 additional channels that I didn't know I received on top of all the Viacom ones. So you didn't watch uh, the outdoor channel often. (laughs) Yeah. Or, or the, uh, the several college basketball channels that exist. (laughs) College basketball. Cause that's happening. Yeah. Uh, I I feel bad for all, all of uh, the folks who got vasectomies this past spring. Had nothing to keep them uh, occupied, but uh, I mean, you can still stick it in a hole. Nothing comes out. That's all. Yeah, uh, I bring this up because Comedy Central has been playing. Uh, they basically do South Park marathons 
every night, and the only thing that breaks up the monotony is Trevor Noah. But that Fish Sticks episode, I long-winded tangent to get to, to get to this. That Fish Sticks episode is probably played three times in the last week, and I've watched it every single time. God, God knows why. Oh, Kanye's in the news, really? Eh, she'll watch Fish Sticks. Yeah. They're only playing, though. They're Well, okay, I... I retract the thing I didn't say yet. Um, they, they are playing a lot of like newer South Park, but at the same time, South Park is one of those shows where it's very, it, it's difficult to tell what season they're playing because the, the animation style, it, not much has changed in, I'd say, about 15 years. I mean, it's been uh, over 20 since the show premiered, but I'd say probably within the last 15 years, it's looked fairly consistent. Yeah, you got that. I mean, you know it's an early season when you're like, that looks like cardboard. Right. They were playing a... Oh, uh, that was cardboard. Okay, all right. They, yeah, they, then they went over to the, the digital animation like, this is what we could do. This is what we do with it. And it's never going to... Yeah. They played a episode from 2004 called uh, Stupid Spoiled Whore which is all about Paris Hilton. And yes. I, I had to look it up to, to confirm that like, like Paris Hilton, Paris Hilton has been relevant since like 2005. When did this episode come out? Cause it looks like it came out within the last five years. No, it was from 2004 when Paris Hilton was relevant. Her fucking dog pulls a gun out of Paris Hilton's purse and shoots itself in the mouth. <laughs> like, is that what Butters gets uh, purchased as as the dog? Yeah, oh, teddy bear because of teddy bear. Oh, teddy bear yeah. And then the end of the episode, he gets grounded. <laughs> I fucking love Butters. That that show, I think that show would have failed had they not added Butters. You just got to keep on, you know, get, keeping it fresh. Uh, there's one scene from that episode, or, or or from South Park, I should say, where uh, it's school picture day, and Butters. Like, he slicks his hair back and he goes to smile and then, like, right as the camera flashes, uh, a cowlick appears and then he blinks and then he gets called out for making a face during school picture day. Yeah. And this kid that we graduated with in high school more than once was reprimanded because they were like, you were making a face when, when we were taking your picture in school picture day. And he's like, I wasn't making a face. That's just how I look when I smile. I felt so bad for the kid. This is what I look like. <laughs> You're getting attention. But I smiled. He <laughs> just becomes incredibly ugly when he smiles. <laughs> I mean, I'm no spring chicken myself, but... That's why I never smiled in my school pictures. Uh, you got resting Jack face? Oh, yeah. Resting Karen face. Uh, Kanye West... Uh, First, he says he's going to be on the ballot. Then he says he's not going to be on the ballot. Now, I guess he's on the ballot again. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, half the states, you're already past the point where you can be on the ballot. Right. So uh, he's never going to be president. He physically can't get enough votes unless people have a very, very concerted write-in effort, which is not going to happen. Um, I mean, I don't know what it's going to do, uh, but he's a fucking moron for trying to do it. There's two fronts to this, and before I get into the actual logistical part, I did see an article that Caitlyn Jenner wants, yeah, wants to be the VP. Wants to be a VP. And I think this is the first 
time ever that we're not saying the Simpsons did it, we can say South Park did it. Buckle up, buckaroo. <laughs> this happened in 2016 on South Park when Mr. Garrison runs for president. Caitlyn Jenner is his VP. Buckle up, buckaroo. Hey, you know what? Every once in a while, The Simpsons has a miss, and uh, it's uh, rare, but it happens. Yep. And boy, am I happy they abandoned that storyline after one season. I don't think I could put up with uh, season after season of, of President Garrison. Although they, I think they killed off Donald Trump in like the first episode that they showed him in. Oh, darn. <laughs> <laughs> and they made him Canadian, too. Uh, so, uh, NewYorkMag.com has a, uh, a section called Intelligencer, and they had an article titled, Kanye has been working to get on the 2020 ballot. Uh, I have a couple of excerpts here for you from that article. The first one here. On July 4th, Kanye West tweeted that he was running for president. It was treated as one of his typical grandiloquent pronouncements. I probably pronounced that wrong. Uh, the tweet sparked a lot of opinion pieces, cable news segments, and even a question in the Oval Office interview with Donald Trump. Uh, uh, Trump, if I'm not mistaken, actually uh, said it was going to be a difficult job. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, take that for what you will. Uh, the article goes on to say, but most people brushed it off. In a follow-up interview with Forbes, West pledged, if elected, to run the White House like the nation of Wakanda from Black Panther. That remark seemed to reinforce the notion that this was just a lark. After all, Wester previously compared himself to figures varying from God to Willy Wonka without attempting to establish the kingdom of heaven or manufacture an everlasting gobstopper. I mean, look, I will absolutely let him be president if he wants to run like Wakanda. If he can mine vibranium for me. I wouldn't mind Caitlyn Jenner being our VP. I'll say it right now. I will vote. I will make sure. I will overthrow the government, install Kanye West if he opens a vibranium mine. I just want to see. I just want to see the controversy if Caitlyn Jenner were to actually become VP. Because you know people would not react well to that. Oh, uh, clearly not. You know. You j it's, it's like you don't even try to dance around. You don't that. have a female VP in the first place, never mind a trans female VP. So, right. The article goes on to say, um, the, uh, the, the author of the article had a, had a source, had a deep throat of their own. <laughs> uh, the source quote had I've been, been a deeper throat. <laughs> the source had been approached about going to Florida on West's behalf to gather the signatures needed to make the ballot in the state by the July 15th deadline. Mike, you were just talking about this. The person was offered $5,000 for the week's work. In order to qualify for the ballot in the Sunshine State, West would need to gather 1,032, 781 valid signatures from Florida voters in less than a week. And generally speaking, what you have to do is you have to collect double because usually half of them get thrown out. Yep. <laughs> so uh, good luck to him. <laughs> good luck on that one. <laughs> I wonder how it's going. The week's not over yet. Unless they, they, they're only doing Monday to Friday, in which case he's fucked. <laughs> Article concludes, on the morning of July 9th, TMZ reported that West's family was concerned that the billionaire rapper was suffering from a bipolar episode based on his presidential aspirations. The well-sourced tabloid website added, quote, our sources say his family and those close to him are worried, but they believe things will stabilize as they have in the past. Oh, boy. 
The, the, the wishful thinking of the West family. Oh, God. It's Beyonce he's married to, right? <laughs> wow. You are so on top of pop culture, aren't you, sir? Oh, no. no. Beyonce and Jay-Z. Jay-Z uh, is, is connected to Kanye. <laughs> Kanye is literally connected to Kim Kardashian. Card okay, here we go. Fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the other rapper my mistake uh, oh, I, I'm just uneducated you are very uneducated but at least you wear a mask somebody got a problem with hope yeah that'd be me sir That's I mean I don't think anybody has a problem with hope except for the fact that apparently he cheated on Beyonce and everybody was like queen bee forever so dude he cheated on Beyonce That's another, and how fucking dumb are you well Beyonce then released that lemonade album and I guess it's considered like one of her finest works like I guess all it took was getting cheated on well uh and they say that you know th th that kind of emotion always gets a good album oh, yeah. it's pain it's anger and uh that uh the other quote is you know show me the hottest woman in the world and I'll show you a guy that's sick of fucking her I don't know who originated that quote. Um, it's definitely not somebody who is, you know, uh, a priest, but uh, it, it definitely holds true. Yeah. It's one of those. Every single day you stare at the same person and at some point, you know, Hova was like, I just want to get my dick sucked by someone else. Somebody got a problem with Hova. And he did, apparently. And then she decided to make the best goddamn album that Queen Bee ever made. Tell you this, though. Um, uh, Collision Course, Jay-Z and Linkin Park. Yep. Great album. Well, Jay-Z Jay and the Beatles. And, uh, uh, was it Danger Mouse made the Grey album? Yeah. Yeah, uh, but that, that was all... Uh, oh, that... that that was unauthorized, wasn't it? That was all oh, it, oh, completely. But my God, the fact that you were able to take both of those and match them perfectly, like both of them are good. They're both better because of it. I recall at WAF, they had a show uh, very late on Saturday nights called uh, Scratch and Sniff. Yeah. And uh, the show was because uh, I, I had to run it every once in a while. And the show is given to us on compact disc. And we had to run it through the Denon CD players in the studio, which were about, at that time, 20, 20 years old. Yeah, they're very old. Um, and they had a tendency to skip quite frequently. So uh, if they ever started skipping, you were instructed to pull out of Audio Vault, the, the digital files. Uh, they loaded all of Collision Course a clean version of Collision Course in the audio vault. So you would just start playing tracks from Collision Course right up until the stop set. So then you could there go, you go. And, and reset the CD and try to, try to you know, fix things. So Try it again. Yeah. Because uh, if uh, you let it run, then you would have a, uh, a Milli Vanilli moment on your, on your hands. And it happened. Oh, it happened. Not under me, though, because I'm awesome, but I definitely have. <laughs> I'm not saying it happened, but it definitely happened not under me. Oh, yeah, it definitely, definitely happened to others, uh, which I pointed and laughed at them. Uh, New York Times has an article titled, If Kanye West is running for president, so is your mom. Uh, congratulations to Marsha, by the way. 
Run for uh, you know, she uh, she felt it was time. She's like, look, uh, I've uh, voted Republican my entire life and I can't stand this asshole. So uh, <laughs> put my hat in the ring. All right. Uh, Honestly, it's it's it, she's a goddamn saint. And it, it is the the closest I can get her to swearing on the regular is when she's discussing politics. <laughs> because I, I can't stand him. He's such an he's such an evil asshole. I'm like, all right. <laughs> well, I learned, job, Mom. I learned about the uh, FEC. This week, because of this article, the FEC is that the uh, the stuff that the super mutants get dumped into. Oh, that's FEV. That's FEV. FEV. Never mind. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the forced evolutionary virus. <laughs> uh, this article says Mr. West, or at least someone purporting to represent him, filed two forms with the FEC. A statement of organization this past Wednesday, and a statement of candidacy on Thursday. An FEC spokesman confirmed that the agency had received the filings. These are, quote, the normal steps that serious candidates take, says Michael Beckel, research director at Issue 1, a campaign watchdog group. Uh, and technically, they do make Mr. West an official presidential right. candidate, along with 1,144 other people as of Thursday afternoon, according to the FEC's database. Among these official candidates are Toss-Up CI, Bot, Big Chungus, Kanye, D's Nust, these nuts west presumably not to be confused with kanye west and your mom <laughs> all right so your mom is running all right uh the article says right. pretty much I any i didn't think your mom was running but i guess she is yeah oh, good, i like the, i like her. these nuts you got i mean that's a that's classic at this uh, point that, that one that one uh just won't get old no i don't even know what when or why that started but it's just one of those things that just doesn't get old Orange. <laughs> I gotta say that we probably have the weirdest Google fucking history. Origin of D's nuts. <laughs> so I always go into incognitus mode. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to uh, be embarrassed. No, I want Google to be like, "What the fuck is up with this guy?" <laughs> uh, pretty much anyone can file a statement of organization or candidacy. This is coming from that New York Times article. The, these forms are very simple, requiring no legal or political expertise to complete. And the FEC's job is to enforce campaign finance laws, so it has no reason to vet or verify candidates who aren't raising or spending money. I actually, honestly, I'd like to go through that entire list and see, like, who is on there that's, like, not famous, but just, like, a random person. <laughs> Chris Froman. <laughs> I know in other countries, I can't, is it England? I can't. Obviously, they got truncated timetables. It's like, hey, you've got two weeks to run. But they had all of the candidates, as long as they had 125 votes or more in the primary or something like that, they could get on stage. One guy was like, literally, he, he changed his name to Darth Vader. And he Impressive. was Darth Vader on stage. I'm like, I want to see if Darth Vader is running for president in the United States. Nice. Uh, you got and uh, throwback, D's Nuts is from Dr. Dre's original album, The Chronic. Ah, okay. There we go. That makes sense. Um, ah, yes, the other rapper. <laughs> Not to be confused with the other rapper. <laughs> uh, uh, there, there was a, a radio host based out of Florida. We were on his internet station for a few months. Uh, he calls himself Bubba the Love Sponge. And that's his legal name, too. He changed his name to Bubba the Love Sponge. You can imagine, you know, really? him, you can imagine him running for president. President Sponge. Also, his name is actually also a registered trademark as well. So it's a legal name and a registered trademark. Yeah. Run on the platform of Hulk Hogan fucking your wife. 
and $69 on Cameo. Yeah. Oh, for for uh, for Bubba or, or Hulk Hogan? Yeah, Bubba the Love Sponge, $69. Big D and Bubba, which I don't think is related to Bubba the Love Sponge, is 95 Oh, man. I, we don't even need to pay for that. He he gave our old, he gave Talk Radio Meltdown a, a shout out like five years ago. So there we go. Yeah. And then we joined a station. Uh, it was terrible. And then we left very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Uh, the article from New York Times concludes. In most states, independent presidential candidates, which is what Mr. West would be, because the, quote, birthday party listed in his paperwork is not a formally recognized party, must collect a certain number of signatures ranging from a few hundred to nearly 200,000 to qualify for the ballot. A small handful of states allow candidates to get on the ballot simply by paying a fee, which Mr. West did Wednesday in Oklahoma for $35,000. God. I hope he's got an album dropping soon because this is just a fucking publicity stunt. Oh, chump change for Mr. West, too. True. I think uh, South Carolina is pretty cheap, too. Uh, so the birthday party, not an official recognized party. I'll tell you what it is, though, because it's my political party. And I shit you not. It's, is it the party of D's nuts? I wish. No, man, it's the pizza party. I swear to God, it's real because when I re I had to re-register to vote a couple years ago, and when the yeah. party selection came up, on the list was the pizza party, and I said, "Why the fuck not? If it's on there, I'm selecting it." Wow! I could do Democrat, Libertarian, Undecided, Rainbow, uh, Green, Green uh, and then pizza party. I'm like, "Fuck pizza party!" And then whenever I get the uh, the notice every year about you know, hey, just make sure your address is valid, and hey, here's all your stuff, here's your polling precinct. You are part of the pizza party. It, do they ever actually have any primaries or do you just change to unenrolled for the uh, Democratic Republican primary? No, dude, I was under the pizza party. Wow. I voted. Do they actually have a primary ballot? Uh, no one shows up on it, but because, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I go to the, the church around the corner from my house and that's that's my polling place. And uh, it's always God, there's never a person under 80 working there. Uh, it's, it's you know it's what they're doing to to, to pass the time and uh, they're yeah I mean they got nothing else to do so and they're just looking at me with raised eyebrows because uh, they see my name they see my address and then they see uh, political affiliation the pizza party and I have to be the only person who comes in probably I have to be the only person who's part of the pizza party so all right I'd like to know actually what is the enrollment in Massachusetts of the pizza party I. I Let's let's use the uh, before we go. I mean, to, if they're official, they've got to have at least some numbers, right? Before we go into the next segment, we'll do some research, and when we start the next segment, we'll we'll uh, we'll show our out. work. All right, <laughs> uh, we'll uh, we'll come back. We're going to talk about uh, the pizza party. We're going to talk about the pizza party. Yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> rest in peace to Pizzeria Regina in Austin, Massachusetts, a victim Aww. of COVID. Uh, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about what teenagers, what the damn kids are doing these days to score alcohol. That'll come up in the uh -oh. next, that'll come up in the next segment. Somebody got a problem with hope. This podcast contains explicit content. You are listening to Hardly Focus. Uh, on the topic of maniacal uh, individuals. <laughs> Dude, you sounded like Sweet Tooth from Twisted Metal. <laughs> Hear more at hardlyfocus.com. Don't try to ever do that again because that was like a spontaneous <laughs> thing that was just perfect the way it happened. We put this festival on you, bosses. 
have not heard this song in a long fucking time. I completely forgot about this. Oh, this song is a jam and a half. Fucking in the bushes, that's what it's called. It's uh <laughs> it's the opening track to uh one of Oasis's albums and, uh, and, and, and since it was released they opened every concert with it. Uh, we're Hardly Focused. You can get us on HardlyFocused.com. We are on your favorite podcast app. Just search for Hardly Focused. Uh, two things. We said we would have this ready for this segment and uh, we'll get to it in a second. But here's a headline that is just far too good not to share. This one from Consequence of Sound. Alex Trebek once unknowingly ate five hash brownies and woke up at a friend's house three days later. <laughs> bum bum be dumb. Be dumb bum bay. He's the other right, Lizzo. He's the other uh he's the other rapper, by the way. <laughs> the, the one I keep forgetting about. Yes. It's, it's Alex Trebek. Somebody got a problem with hope. Uh, he's got a new uh Alex Trebek has a new memoir coming out uh, next week, next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> uh, it's called The Answer Is... Dot, 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 reflections on My Life. Uh, I was going to say it, ha- it has to have a Jeopardy uh, <laughs> question in there, you know? Yeah, I guess he, he, he shared the story with Howard Stern a few years ago, but uh, according to Con- Consequence of Sound, uh, and this is, I guess, gone over in his memoir, he says, I went to this party in Malibu in the 1970s and they had hash brownies. I love chocolate and I ate four or five hash brownies. The party was on a Friday night and I didn't leave their home until Monday morning. No exaggeration. No exaggeration. Whatever that word. Exaggeration. Exaggeration. Christ. Wow. Damn, I own pop brownies aneurysm. God damn. Exaggeration. There you go. Uh, Alex Trebek. Uh, had I not given away that this was uh, something that happened in the 70s, one might have thought this happened uh, maybe three weeks ago, knowing Alex Trebek. Honestly, yes. I could see both of those being true. This happened in the 70s. This happened uh, three weeks ago. Well, pre-COVID. He, dude, he's got... Uh, he's got well, like the, the worst kind of pancreatic cancer one could get, and he's like doing fine. In fact, he's, he's actually doing better than he's been. Uh, because it's Alec fucking Trebek, and he's also Canadian too, and those Canadians are like somewhat mythic. Uh, he says uh, the current treatment plan he's on right now. Okay, maybe I I, I can eat my words here. <laughs> the current uh, treatment plan he's on right now. If it doesn't work, he'll stop doing it altogether. And uh, if he starts finding himself dipping in quality with Jeopardy, then he will uh, stop hosting. But he will uh, continue doing it uh, for uh, as long as possible. Although COVID Might isn't helping. Long, right? Right? COVID's not helping right now, though. No one can do anything, though. Except, except for Jimmy Fallon. Uh, Jimmy Fallon, uh, the first late night host to actually uh, go back to his studio and do his show from his studio. And How? <clears throat> well, in the time since, uh, you know, everyone started doing their shows from home, they actually uh, re- redid his tonight show studio so now it it is actually looks very similar to what his at home setup was um but he's got the roots there with him at least he doesn't have an audience uh, and he's got a very limited crew um but he's uh, uh everything is set up to look like he's doing a show from his living room actually it looks really cool i like it 
but he needs you need the audience there though i mean it's like uh people like trevor noah kind of sort of jimmy fallon stephen colbert uh they they can do just wonders without an audience and then you have people like seth myers who who uh desperately need an audience oh yes yeah i I, i've tried more than once to watch that man's uh show in in the COVID environment and i i tune it uh, i turn it off immediately i just can't do it um boston.com ran an article october 3rd 2016 uh we were talking about this in the last segment uh we said we'd have it for you here it is massachusetts man founds political pizza party plans to vote for trump uh Josh Freeman is searching for his slice of the Massachusetts electorate. <laughs> now, the 42-year-old Raynham man is the founder of the Pizza Party, a political designation officially recognized by state officials. That's why your boy is registered under it, because it's actually officially recognized. Uh, Freeman tells the Enterprise of Brockton he doesn't recruit members and no Pizza Party candidate has ever run for office or raised any money. Still, the Pizza Party has enrolled, at the time this article is written, 184 registered voters. Wow. Uh, that's still enough to have the party listed as a political designation on the state secretary's website, but 42,000 or so voters short of being listed as an official party. Now, again, this was written in 2016, so I uh, don't know if that number has gone up at all, but uh, I, I am proud to be one of those at least 184. I mean, uh, I might change mine, but I don't think I'm going to go pizza party for you because I can't agree with all your politics. I might have to go pirate party. All right. Yeah, is that a real one too? That apparently is also a non-party political designation, just like the pizza party. Nice. Yep. All right. So you know what we do in 2024? Both of us are running for president, but under our respective parties. Goddamn right. I want to become a statistic, man. I want to be the first person to run under the pizza party, and you got to be the first person to run under the pirate party. I, I, I now I have the costume already, so I'm halfway there, so. Perfect. And hopefully we pull a vermin supreme and win third place in New Hampshire. <laughs> we probably could. <laughs> we tie for it. Um, well, you know, the funny thing is, on the ballot in December, in November in Massachusetts, uh, there is a uh, a question. One of the ballot questions is now official: is Do you want to have ranked choice voting in Massachusetts going forward? Ranked choice voting will allow a greater chance for smaller parties to actually succeed in at least currently state and local elections. Ooh, so. While it is a long shot that uh, Pizza Party Jack and Pirate Party Mike uh, will ever get a, uh, an elected uh, job, there's a better chance if this passes that we could. I like this idea, and I, will, uh, and I fully endorse it. I, I love ranked choice voting. As soon as uh, it should be fucking national. It's fucking smart. <laughs> you know what we uh, do? fucking dumb, so. <laughs> Let's do this. So even though... We're technically running against each other and we're in, uh, uh, you know, I guess competing parties. How about we endorse each other? Okay, I can endorse you. And I'll endorse you just to really fuck with each other. <laughs> just to fuck with everybody. We, we go out and encourage everyone to don't vote, for, don't vote for me, vote for Mike. No, 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 don't vote for me, vote for Jack. <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> 
Ooh, my uh, my my Smile Direct Club is actually coming in the mail. Finally, oh get, nice! Finally, getting my teeth straightened after uh, many, many, many years. I'll let you know how that is because I see all the you know we all see the commercials for for Smile Direct Club, and that's what got me to uh, finally jump on it and uh, try it out. So we'll, we'll see how it actually is when the uh, actual retainers or the the braces, whatever, uh, shows up. But I had to do the, uh, so to actually get them to design the retainers, they send you basically silly putty and you have to, and then they send you like these, these plastic pieces that are in the shape of a, a set of teeth and you have I to hope they're in uh, the shape of a set of teeth. My God. <laughs> It'd be very interesting. Quite the challenge if it was anything else. Uh, but you just you you bite down on the silly putty, and you you basically make the mold of uh, your teeth, and it is just the most awkward, borderline uncomfortable, uh, disgusting thing that I've done. You got to do it like for what, like six full minutes, right, and let it harden. Yep, and you have to do. Uh, they, they have you do two takes each, just in case you know the first one doesn't come out right, and uh, be, because I'm uh, just not good at anything. They tell me a month later, you got to do it again. <laughs> that fucking sucks. Yeah. I uh, got it right the second time. That, that was good. I, I learned from my mistakes, but because uh, they tell you, they at least tell you what you did wrong. And apparently I didn't bite down hard enough. Um, so, uh, uh, but I had to do it again and uh, had, had a, a lot of fun drooling all over myself like an invalid. But uh, hey, we'll see how it goes. We'll see if I uh, if I'm in the worst pain of my life or if my uh, teeth actually straighten out to some degree. Uh, it's it's not. You're gonna be buck tooth and uh, looking like a hillbilly forever. <laughs> Howdy, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never do that again. Uh, uh, apparently, uh, fucking kids these days. Kid, uh, kids trying to find creative ways to. Purchase alcohol, underage, dre uh, dressing up as old people with fake IDs and going to going to a liquor store and uh, seemingly succeeding. Look, I got to say, kids these days are fucking smart. All right. Modern problems require modern solutions. Uh, this was all over that TikTok thing. Uh, the most I know about it is that it's apparently like used by the Chinese to spy on the, the Trump campaign or something. <laughs> uh, sh yeah, we'll, we'll go with that one there, chief. <laughs> I don't know. China and Trump there, there's, there's some correlation between the two with this TikTok thing. I don't know. I, I believe the term is China. China. Uh, uh yeah. P these kids film themselves on TikTok. Uh, succeeding pretending to be old women uh going into their local speakeasies and uh walking out with uh cases of the finest miller high life look i just gotta say if you're putting that much effort into it you it should be you should be allowed to drink it oh right? yeah yeah I, I i wouldn't be mad i'd be i'd be impressed i would yeah, let this I, one exactly go. it's like uh, i'm not mad i'm impressed now i think the other rule is you have to drink it while you're still dressed up as an old person. <laughs> well, there you go. That's yeah. the other rule. As long as you're still dressed up as an old person, 
you're still you're allowed to drink it. And if you start you take all your makeup off, you go back to being a 16 year old, then you can get in trouble. Yeah, just just make sure that you're not, uh, you know, an undercover cop. Uh, you know, the the those behind the counter at the package stores, as they call them up here in Massachusetts. Do your due diligence. Make sure that uh, the Pepperidge Farm guy there isn't an undercover cop. And uh, just run with it. And uh, give them a pass. Let them walk away with their uh, illegally procured alcohol. Um, Somewhat related, Nerdwire uh, did this in 2015. Uh, And I'm going to play the whole thing here. It's about five minutes long. Uh, watch grandmas try fireball whiskey for the first time. <laughs> it's worse than bathtub gin, man. I Okay, I don't ask me why I was thinking about this the other night, but I was. I was actually thinking, just because I'm bored, because I took time off of work, and I have nothing to do but play video games and masturbate. And masturbate. <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> I didn't even pause. I didn't even stop to think about that one. <laughs> Uh, I, I was thinking about it making uh, some toilet bowl uh, swill because I've I've uh, I, I've heard the, the the comments about that is if if you close your eyes and think hard enough it tastes like a margarita. <laughs> Look, if you close your eyes and think hard enough, a lot of stuff changes. But uh... <laughs> maybe I'll try some bathtub swill too. I'll have some better luck with the bathtub swill. Man, it'll taste like uh, it'll taste like that fantastic the fantastic spray. <laughs> the finest of bleach. Okay, here we go. Watch grandma's try file fireball whiskey for the first time. I, I will admit I probably have something to drink every day because I like a glass of wine. But harder drinks, it's usually on the party mood, going out to dinner or it's part of my life, for sure. This is the beginning of a porno. Uh, you know, there, there's obviously a market for this, but this, this has to be the beginning of an adult film. Uh, were you on the, were I, you, do, I do appreciate the fact that there's a, there's an accent here and not just, you know, were you doing grandma. the, it feels like she's accenting here. Were you, were you on the show with us when we interviewed uh, Bobby Kelly and we were trying to get him to watch that porn with Ron Jeremy and the 101 year old woman? Uh, yes, I did. Uh, I was there for the uh, Bobby Kelly one. Yeah, I was, I was trying so was hard. Like Dolan too. Yeah, Dolan was here. Dolan fucking said something to him that uh, <laughs> pissed off Bobby Kelly. <laughs> Dolan's first ever radio appearance. Uh, yeah, and um, uh, I was trying so hard to get uh, to take advantage of Bobby Kelly's sensitive stomach, and uh, that plan failed. <laughs> On the plus side, I guess I introduced him to a new genre of pornography. So, all right, uh, more of this. Grandma's try fireball whiskey. Oh, I don't drink that much. I used to drink a lot, but uh, I guess uh, sometimes holidays and stuff, a little drink here and there, but not excessive drinking. Yeah. I love parties. I love- did, did that lady sound like uh, Lois Griffin? Like, uh, uh, uh... Vaguely, I wouldn't say like a dead ringer. Well, not, uh, I shouldn't say Lois Griffin. The lady that plays Lois Griffin, whose name escapes me right now, uh, from Mad TV, because uh, she looks like her. That's why I ask. And when she opened her mouth and started talking, I'm like, wow, she even Alex sounds Borstein? like her. Alex Borstein. Yeah, she, she's... Uh, Mrs. Kwan? Yeah, Mrs. Kwan. She's on uh, the Marvelous Miss Maisel. Yes, as the uh, her agent. Yeah, and she she's really good there. I'm glad she's in that role. 
sort of sort of branching out from the stuff that she normally does. Uh, but anyway, that that uh, the 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 old bag talking just now, the alcoholic there was uh, it could be the uh, old lady equivalent of Alex Borstein. Okay, more of this. Bag parties. Been to a lot of exciting parties. During the Olympics, I had the entire Spanish yachting team for a big party in my in the backyard. That was really fun. Spaniards, you know, ay ay ay. I don't really drink. No. No. Uh, do you, Did when I was younger. Oh. What's your What's your favorite drink, or what used to be your favorite drink? Oh, I used to drink scotch and water, vodka martini. Favorite drink is. Uh, okay, hold on. Uh, scotch and water. Yeah. Do, do you agree or disagree with that? Like, just as a concept. Um, I'm not a scotch drinker, but I understand the concept, so I'm not opposed to it. I understand at a certain amount, a certain amount of scotch with a certain amount of water, it's there to, to make the uh, bouquet flower, if you will. Yeah. Um, obviously, you're not trying to water down scotch. Right. Um, but there is, basically, um, you take, you know, if, it's, if you're literally measuring exact, like a, like a, shot, of, a shot of scotch, and a, almost like a capful from like a water bottle, a capful of water mm -hmm. that's, to let it, you just want just enough water to let it just kind of, uh, now I asked. This I heard that. that was, that's from a doers representative who came over from Ireland and said that. So, oh wow, I'll, I'll take her word for it. Okay. Um, I asked this because when uh, we, we were in my parents, uh, in my parents' house in, in the, the first studio, the basement studio, and uh, when when we began, you know, drinking heavily <laughs> during every episode <laughs> around, uh, you know, when I became of legal age, I remember part. You know, my my father had a. And I contributed to it a collection of hard liquor, and I would put a little bit of water in it. And I and I rec recalled getting a lot of uh, flack for doing that because uh, you know it was water and hard and hard liquor. But there was a reason I was doing it, and uh, uh, I stand by it. I don't drink a lot of hard liquor, but I always put a little water in there because it does. Uh, I feel it makes the burn. There's always that burn when you when you take a shot. And it, yeah. and it alleviates the burn a little bit. Well, I mean, the thing is, with if you're drinking an expensive scotch, you do not shot it. You sip your scotch. Um, so, unless you're a fucking animal, you're paying right. 50 bucks a goddamn, you know, glass. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's going, it, it's instead of a burn with those, the good ones, it, it, it supposed, you know, it's supposed to give you that warmth instead of the burn. Right. But yeah, it, anything cheap going down is always, it's always going to burn on you. Like, yeah, I'm still going to get tipsy. I'm still going to get loopy um, doing it, drinking it. So, like, what the fuck does it even matter? Uh, anyway, here we go. More uh, more of the old bags here talking about their uh, <laughs> their, their their finer days. Martini. Favorite drink is uh, Zinfandel wine or vodka and tonic on the other side. My favorite now is... Malbec. The moment of truth is arriving. <laughs> I didn't bring my this? glasses. Oh, tell you, it says ignite the night. What you have here is smooth whiskey with a fiery kick of red hot cinnamon. Oh, tastes like heaven, burns like hell. What happens next is up to you. Well, I like cinnamon. I don't know about the well, burning like hell part. Well, well, you're gonna burn it. This, you want to try it, Harry? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised that they hadn't seen Fireball Whiskey before. 
They're old. They're set in their ways. They don't go down that aisle. <laughs> I think I still have in my parents' house a bottle of that uh, 3-0 Fruit Loops. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Look, I was I was uh, just really excited to to buy. It was my first outing of buying hard liquor across the uh, state line in New Hampshire. I mean, it's at least Fireball's one step up from aftershock. <laughs> They should have just given these old bags lighter fluid. Oh, I guess they probably would have taken like champs. Yeah, especially this one with the really heavy uh, accent here. Oh, yeah, she knows. She's been there. <laughs> well, I think no, I think the Alex Borstein one would just kind of just take it and uh, uh, just kind of shrug. Be like, is that it? That all you got? All right, they're uh, they're they've been introduced to Fireball. Uh, they'll be preparing to pour themselves some shots. Good indication. Oh, yes. Look at that label. Are you complaining? You can say there's a hole in the middle. Okay. I, I will pour. Yes. Here, I'll give you your <laughs> swig first, dear. No, no, no. Easy on what it. What do you mean easy? I haven't even poured it yet. Just no, take... no, no, no. All that right, much. take a shot. No, no. That's enough. Is that enough? Yes. Okay. Let me take I'm not going to take that much. Well, take a drip and take it. Here, okay. I'll give you some of mine. No, just no, more. I don't want it. Just, uh, this you is... More mine well, yeah, yours. you get drunk first. Well, my mm. sniffer might have gone because I don't smell anything too strong. Quite It pleasant. has a distinct smell, actually. Maybe it's the balls. Sure, dear. <laughs> uh, so, what you just said about when you take... <laughs> You know, you don't you don't just do shots of really expensive hard liquor, um, and so for the visual here, because obviously you can't see it, they're they're you know they're doing what folks do at like wine tastings. They're actually like sniffing the the, the you know the full shot glasses. And when I was in Edinburgh in Scotland, uh, about you mean Edinburgh. Edinburgh, made famous by the the Avengers. Uh, I walked down that street before it was cool. That 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 you know a hill there uh, with the with like the with the brick ground the the the, the brick uh, street there uh, before it was cool before the Avengers went and uh, did what they did now at a uh, tourist trap, um, but I went to a uh, uh, I guess distillery and uh, did a tour of that. What's that? You guess it was a distillery. I don't know. I'm I'm. You, you know, <laughs> It was either a distillery or some guy's bathroom. I don't know. <laughs> well, after I got drunk, either way. Well, we were doing a tour, and they pour shots for everybody because they, you know, they brew everything there. Um, and uh, my coworker and I, the second we had it in our hands, we just downed it. We just both did shots, and we were standing there. And I, I remember that that thing hit me like a fucking freight train. Uh, and they just look at you like fucking dumb Americans. And my head just felt like it was about to explode. And uh, my coworker, she had the same exact reaction. Both of us, uh, not the smartest in the group because we were supposed to be sipping it as we went on our tour. It was not meant to be uh, consumed as a shot. Well, now you know. <laughs> I, I've been hard pressed to feel similar pain. But boy, did it get me tipsy. It contributed to my uh, uh, three-day, four-day-long hangover that I had in that fine, uh, in that fine country. The, the drinking never stopped. My birthday, combined with Oktoberfest, combined with uh, meeting a listener of this show who lives out there, 
uh, went out Ooh. bar hopping with him. That was fun. Uh, got, got the authentic, um, you know, Scottish drinking experience uh, and then topped it off by uh, getting tanked at a distillery in Edinburgh. I think I was there for work. Nice. <laughs> I couldn't confirm that for you. Uh, anyway, uh, more of this. Was. Sure, dearie. Mm, not bad. <laughs> that is hot. Cheers. Mm, mm. My gosh. Very fiery. Woo! Cinnamon. It kind of tastes like a medicine type thing. <laughs> Like a cinnamon hot medicine going down. That'll warm your belly, that's for sure. Oh, gosh. Woo. That's it. actually, it tastes very nice. Right. I'm scared oh, now all sake. that. <laughs> it smells good. It does. It's a little too hot for me, but what do you think? It's soothing. It's kind of soothing. A little bit. Ball. It's gone. Ah, there we go. All right. Who <laughs> are <laughs> It does. That is it? mighty impressive. Okay, so that lady is the only one out of the group who actually took it as a shot. And these other ones. She knows. Yeah. she knows. That's why. These other ones are just sipping. Uh, and then she takes it as a shot. And I'm not kidding. Her eyes go into the back of her head. Wow. <laughs> brings her back. Brings her back to the days. Look, this is morbid. I kind of hope one of them, like, dies <laughs> during the course of this. And just die. Just drop dead. It's got to be, there's, there's one, the lady who's with uh, older Alex Borstein, the one who's uh, afraid to uh, take some drinks there. Um, it's going to be her. Oh, I got a text from Fro. He says, fuck me. I slept through my alarm. <laughs> uh, oh, well. Well, I got an idea. I'm going to float to you, but let me, uh, let's play this first. Let's finish this up and then I'll, uh, I'll present that to you. Uh, more of this. That's actually good. That's what I said. Oh, I thought she was going to die. I like, I like cinnamon, yeah. I like the cinnamon flavor also. I could get to like this. Yes. Silvidu. I could get to like this. Damn, it's fucking fireball. Are you 20? <laughs> there wasn't much. much I don't think I could mine. do that big gulp. I'd have shaken dainty little sips. Sound bite. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> All right. Uh, the last few seconds of this. <sighs> I think we have to go out and dance now. Ignite the night. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't have a date. No, neither do I. <laughs> what a waste. Oh well. I can't be affected by that little sip. Mm -hmm. I can't be affected by that little sip. <laughs> So the Alex Borstein one is the one that you want to go to just like your dive bar with and uh, just get uh, plastered. 
um, the the one with the accent there, the very heavy accent, that's the one that you want to go out partying with. Oh, yeah. That is, that is the good time right there. And she, uh, and Mike, I sent you the video for your own viewing pleasure later. <laughs> but uh, she's a... Uh, uh, it looks like she could be a good time in and of herself. She, uh, yeah, she's, uh, she's raised a couple of glasses in her lifetime. <laughs> I was really hoping the very modest one was the one who's just going to drop dead. <laughs> she's the one who no, enjoyed the it. The very most. modest one is the one that would, would have taken it like literally without using your hands. Like that's how I used to do it back in the day. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, the, the teenagers dressing as grandmas to buy alcohol underage. Uh, for for some reason, led me to find uh, old women. Grandma's taking uh, teenagers uh, <laughs> shots of whiskey. Um, so I uh, mentioned I, I made a Miller Light reference earlier, and uh, the only reason that uh, brand is even in my head is because I I don't know why. I don't know why it's even there. And moreover, I don't know why it's like the number one trending thing. But on Netflix, okay. on Netflix, you can watch Supermarket Sweep. Yep. So that's all I've been watching the last couple of days. And uh, that I, I, I want to do a podcast episode where like we just watch like supermarket sweep because I am finding myself just getting so angry at these people on this show for not knowing it's all because it's all women but then I'm upset because they don't know their uh, they don't know their brands because they do all the brand names on the on the show and they just don't know anything you gotta know your brand names God, it's like basic 101 right on the contrary, there's a, uh, it's like the second or, or third episode available on Netflix, but there's a couple of uh, college bros who are on the show. And, I, and one thing I've noticed is it's primarily women who end up being the contestants, but there were a couple of college bros who uh, made it all the way to the end and they did the final sweep. And I have never seen I, you know, I, I've been witness to, you know, males at sporting events. And I've never seen a group of males get so invested in something. <laughs> On supermarket sweep of all things. Uh, these episodes, by the way, from 1993. Guess what is on the end caps of their fake grocery store? Uh, Ecto Cooler. No. I'll give you one more guess. 1993. Uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Cereal? There was a Bill and Ted reference in, 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 a, in a recent episode. They confused Bill and Ted with Wayne's World. Uh, no. Crystal Pepsi. Crystal fucking Pepsi. I actually read something about Crystal Pepsi recently. Yeah. Uh, Crystal Pepsi was, was actually doing really well. And Coke was like, fuck Crystal Pepsi. We want to take Crystal Pepsi out. So they created a caffeine-free, sugar-free, clear tab. Oh, yes. And they, and they released it. And they released it on purpose, knowing it would tank. And they did it on purpose because they, fig they figured out that people would associate shitty tab. And they go, well, I don't want to buy fucking clear Pepsi. And so Pepsi 
got clear Pepsi got canceled like a year later because clear tab sucked. That's so depressing because I like tab. Regular tab's fine. Clear tab. Yeah. Clear tab fucked clear Pepsi. And then they re-released Crystal Pepsi as Crystal by Pepsi and it had a uh, a lemon lime twist to it and it uh not it the same. did not fare well. Yeah. Um uh, these, this is so you know it's 93 too because it's like the liter bottles of crystal pepsi that they have on display liter of cola liter of cola uh but yeah so if you uh it, <laughs> there's lots of things on netflix you could be watching hell you could be uh honoring the life of grant imahara by watching a, a white rabbit white project rabbit. on on netflix but no number one trending right now on netflix is Supermarket sweep. Really? I, it got, it got, uh, you know why? Cause the old guard is rated R. That's why it's, uh, it got uh, demoted number two then. <laughs> Great fucking movie for Netflix. I'll tell you that. Man, I would love it if there was like a, um, I guess cause it's, you know, a television show. It'd have to be TV MA. And granted, you know, uh, the television rings didn't exist in 93, but a, uh, unedited version of supermarket sweep where David Ruprecht just yells obscenities at all the women who can't find anything in the supermarket. Hurry the fuck up. Go bitch. Fucking move like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. I could watch. It's are the, you fucking kidding me? You don't know where goddamn Doritos are. It's in the toilet paper. Uh, the toilet paper. Bah. <laughs> We'll be right back after we're from our sponsors on Supermarket <laughs> Sweep. This is David Ruprecht saying, if you hear the beep at the checkout line, you stupid cunt. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> that was, uh, talking about Supermarket Sweep was well worth extending this segment by uh, 15 minutes. All right. Uh, we will. Now that we know that Fro is awake, we will end the show. Um so All right, potatoes <laughs> uh mike thank you for uh co-hosting tonight i appreciate it you're very welcome and uh we will do this again soon i would love one day to have someone in the studio with me i know mike you've got your uh you've got your valid reasons but uh i've got my hash pipe <laughs> all right uh we'll end it with that uh we'll talk at you next time see you bye so, okay, folks, I gotta go to my next show. See you later, nice time. This podcast is hardly focused. Well, a lot of things happened today, and they're all great. Get hardly focused on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget me.